Hour number two, live at Heinz Field. It is the Steelers Blitz. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes with you here on what is just a fantastic weekend to be a Yenzer, to be a member of Steelers Nation. Two practices at training camp here at Heinz Field. Two Hall of Fame inductions in Canton, whoa, whoa. out in Ohio, as uh, that dweeb who coaches the Michigan football program might say, Arthur Motes. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Now, you can actually say oh, that. So who says that? Jim, that's a Jim Harbaugh thing. Oh, see, I'm not, not, a, John I'm not Harbaugh. a Harbaugh fan. Man. That's a Jim Harbaugh yeah. thing. Um, although, much easier to say when you, you are a Pittsburgh. Guy? No, I wouldn't say that like I'm a hater, but oh. I thought what he did in San Francisco was impressive. I thought what he did at Stanford was impressive. I but, don't like him. I mean, you got to beat Ohio State at some point in the decade, buddy. No, um, I don't like him. He's not Mike Tomlin, so I don't like him. Any well, coach that's not Mike Tomlin, I don't like. Well, he sounds hideous. Is that simple? Huh. Uh, I just, <laughs> it's you know, it's it, you can't say who's got it better than us. Nobody when you're losing to Ohio State by two touchdowns every single year. But maybe they don't want to beat Ohio State. You don't have to want to beat Ohio State. I don't care about being Ohio State. You ever been to Ann Arbor before? I don't care about Ohio State. Uh, I think that's about all yeah. they care about. That'd be like saying, you ever been to Pittsburgh? Nah, they don't care about French fries on their sandwich. You'd be like, have you actually been to Pittsburgh? Have you have you, have you you looked around Pittsburgh? They care about their French fries on their sandwich. But mostly we can actually say it this weekend because it's true. Nobody's got it better than us in Steeler Nation. Another Thanks. beautiful day, another practice, another Hall of Fame enshrinement tonight. Motes, it's been all sunshine and rainbows through the first hour of the show, but now it's time to have the real conversation. All right? Uh-oh. Maybe we bury the lead a little bit here. But yesterday at practice um, – which part? Because uh, it, it was two very pressing things that came out yesterday at practice. Two so, very wh which one do you things. want to talk about? <laughs> two very pressing things that came out at practice yesterday. We could have had a whole show on either one of these, one actually. One from the head coach, one from the defensive coordinator. You know what, Mochi? Let's start on the defensive side of football because you always accuse no, me. No, 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 no. I want to talk offense today. The prom let, let's go to these wide receivers. You Nobody know these gives skill position the guys. Defense. <laughs> yeah, we'll just pigeonhole the defense. Now you want to talk defense. Oh, anytime it's something maybe a little controversial, now you want to start on the dark well, side. Well, I guess they're all—they're wow. both, I guess, a little controversial, yeah, depending, on, little depending on how you like to spend. You know, if yeah. you and I, if we were into the, the drama type of radio, you know, if we were into the soap opera afternoon radio where we like to make every show, you know, some kind of drama, some kind of, oh, my goodness, could this deal or this or that? What would you do if this were the case? Mozi and I don't play that, all right? We are mm. not a soap opera. We are uh, – I don't know. A comedy show? A rock and roll show? Something in between. Motsi, let's talk about T.J. Watt. All right. Um, Keith Butler being asked uh, by our buddy Brian Backo. Shout out to Brian Backo, how man. About, how about the savvy journalist Brian Backo getting the scoop? Really the first that we've heard a direct answer on T.J. Watt and kind of some insinuation that it could be about his contract, right? In insinuation? Well, oh. yeah, straight up That's saying That's a nice it. way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the quote from Keith Butler, <laughs> Steelers defensive coordinator. I don't blame him for that because you don't want to get hurt when you are trying to get your contract done and lose some flexibility in terms of the contract. <laughs> I don't blame him for that. I hope they give it to him. So, yeah, I mean, you're right, Arthur Motes. When you use the word contract, it's kind of hard to dance around the fact that, yeah, Keith Butler basically straight up told us that T.J. Watt is. And you know what? I think, to be fair, it's not that he's not practicing. He's out here. He's just not really doing much of the any of the physical drills. No, no, now, now, now. Okay, you know what right, you just did. Arthur Motes you is know about to exactly lay it down. what you He's just not did. Practicing. You, you simply just did the. He's I'm Steelers media, practicing. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the truth, but I'm not gonna tell you the full truth. 
TJ's not practicing. He's not practicing. He is, is a, Arthur Moe considered practicing? What are we talking practicing? about here, man? Now, by my standards, he's practicing because I'd be exhausted doing no, no, what he's no, no, doing no, no. out there. But. He, he's doing what you need to do to make sure media availability-wise, you don't have to lie. Is he out here at practice? Yes, he is. He has his jersey on. He has his cleats on. He is technically out here at practice. He's doing a couple drills. Is he practicing? No, he's not practicing. That's the difference. Drill work versus actually doing the team portions, doing the meat and potatoes part of practices is not what we classify as practice from a player's perspective. Now, it's practice as soon as you dress in your uniform and come to the walkthrough, which is why in season you do that with guys that are injured. You do that with guys that you know will probably should be limited, but you don't want them to be limited. You put them in a jersey, have them out here, so that way it protects them and it gives you a little bit more just – Part poker, of poker deception. face with right. your injury report. Yeah. Yeah. So that's typically how you do it. And we talked about that with TJ when we first came out here, did we not? We said, man, you know, I understand why he wouldn't be out here practicing. We it did. makes perfect sense. Yes. But because it hadn't officially been confirmed by the team, you really can't go that far on it. But you watch him. When he's doing his stuff off to the side, he's still explosive. He's still running fast. He's still super nimble and agile. No injury. Yeah, that was one yeah. thing that propped up a lot from people. We we do not have any concerns mm -hmm. as it relates to his health. Out and here. we said every time we watch him do stuff, it's like, no, that, he's ready to go. He's moving just fine. But we understand the business side of it. Now, I'm interested to hear from not just you, but from Steelers Nation's perspective as well on this, because we've seen various ways of guys handling contract disputes. We've seen various ways that people have responded to those individuals with their contract disputes. Guys that have either not shown up to practice at all, guys that have shown up in practice completely, and now we're getting the T.J. Watt scenario where he's here but he's not practicing. The soft holdout, summer, yeah. summer call. Because we, we, we've seen the varying ways, right? We saw how people reacted to L. Bell and his situation. We saw when A.B. wanted money but was showing up to practices and how people responded to that. Correct. We also saw Mike Hilton. In his scenario and how he responded and how he showed up. We haven't seen one like this quite just yet here in Pittsburgh. We've seen it in the league before, but not in Pittsburgh. So that's the one where I'm like, how is everybody responding to this? Like, what's the, what's the, uh, you know, what's the temperature on that, man? Well, again, we got to read the room a little it, bit. It depends on what type of person you are. It depends on what type of fan, what type of media member you are. If you're a fan, if you're a media member who likes to make a mountain out of every single molehill because you've got content to fill, you, you, you know, whether it be radio show, now, television, column inches, whatever, mm -hmm. then, yeah, I think you're making a big deal out of this. If now, i got a question for you, though. You said mountain out of a molehill. When you're talking about a guy that is trying to be the highest-paid defensive player in the history mm -hmm. of the sport, mm -hmm. I don't think the molehill – you know, moniker really applies right here because he is going to get a mountain of cash. And we're talking about being the highest paid defensive player. You're talking about if Miles Garrett and Joey Bosa are getting 27, 28, that you should be getting 29 or 30. Correct. That I don't think that's a mohill. I no, think that is significant. That, that yeah. giving, giving anybody that type of contract Heck, yeah. is not a mohill. What I meant is in terms of his what we've seen out here to this point. I think that's – like, to me, the fact that we're five weeks away from the season and he's yeah. still not a full participant in practice, I don't give a rip. I, I, I don't. But if would you But would you if it stays like this and then week one, because he hasn't had the reps, he pulls his hammy? Because that is typically how it happens. I mean, we could look around the league and we've seen just the statistics of the guys that typically hold out. Correct. Typically they have Correct. slow starts. Typically Correct. they have we soft We saw that happen with Lev Bell when, absolutely. when, when he had I mean, his holdouts. Yeah, we no, could absolutely. go down the list of them. So when we say but I'm, is I'm, it significant – which part of it? In terms sure, of but if we get to that point, we'll discuss that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. five weeks from now, we just know what we know, and mm -hmm. that is that there is a clear contract. Can we call it a situation? Is that fair? 
Well, the only reason people don't want to say it's a situation is because they want to make it sound nice. Well, that's true. That's about it. Okay, so you're so, absolutely uh, right. So are we going to sugarcoat or are we just going to have the conversation? We, we, we yeah. have a contract <laughs> situation, but it's not Motsi. I would be – if he was T.O., if, okay. he was, if, if TJ Watt yes. was in his parking lot in his driveway <laughs> right now doing sit-ups, not showing up yeah. to practice and clowning with the media, uh-huh. then I would say, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a mountain at this point. Yes. But, but, with, <laughs> but with him still out, with him still out here, with him still involved with his teammates, I'm just – I, I don't I don't like I said I just don't need to be somebody who turns this into yes. this is the talking point now of the Steelers. Yes. I I don't have that much trouble coming up with content for the show. I don't mm-hmm. need that much clout on Twitter. That's just I'm not now again, if we get to three, four weeks from now and nothing has changed, then then we will sur- survey the landscape as it I is think then. I look at it kinda like this though. I don't look at it necessarily as people trying to overreact and stir the pot, but I do look at it as people understanding this is the seed, right? This is where it's at right now. Now, the team can handle it now, or they can wait four to five weeks and then try to address it then. But it could potentially be a bigger situation then. Hmm. And I think that's what people are kind of alluding to when we talk about this. TJ didn't just wake up today and say he wanted a new contract. TJ didn't just wake up yesterday and say, oh, you know, he thinks he deserves more money. Correct. We knew this as soon as the season ended. He, mini we knew camp, this too. We were talking about camp. this at minicamp. Yep. So when I think of that, and that's why I go back to, well, man, it's got time. We got time. Well, all right now. You got time until you don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the, the time when you're talking about five weeks compared to back in April and May, now you see why I'm like, okay, I can see people want to talk about it a little bit more and why I'm not as against them doing that yeah. because they've allowed it to get to this point where he's essentially having a, not a hold out, but a hold in. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> a hold not, in. I like is, that. Is he practicing? Yes or no? You, uh, when you don't practice, when you don't practice, it's called a hold out, correct? It is, yes. So, what it, if you have practice? <laughs> what if you pseudo practice? Well, you tell me. How, I mean, it, I look at it like this we know what we need from TJ this year. We know what we expect from TJ this year. TJ is at his best when he's practicing full speed. Not when he's going through pseudo practice, not when he's off to the side. It's true. So that's kind of how I look at it. And I'm saying to myself, if I'm the team, I know TJ's not going to go out there without a new contract, and he should not go out there without a new contract. So if I'm the team, I'm asking myself, how do I rectify this situation? Pay that man man his money. So if we're talking a difference in guarantees, because we know that that was one of the sticking points with Le'Veon Bell, Guaranteed money. It was the guaranteed portion that, of that, it. That G word. If that's the, the situation again here, I do think that maybe they should, re, in terms of the Steelers, reevaluate their approach with that four guy like TJ because of what he's been able to accomplish. But that's the beauty of the business side, right? Because you got to make sure as a team that you're not putting yourself too, you know, you're not, you're not stretching yourself out too far with putting the money in TJ. But TJ, he's, he's earned that money now. He has. He's earned it. He's rounders. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the rounders. You you want a guy that can play to to earn a contract of being the highest paid defense player in the NFL. And now we have one of those guys that are in that conversation, and he needs to be accommodated for it now. He beat me. Pay that man. Pay him. Pay that man his money. It's, it's simple, baby. One, I, one, one, much. Just pay that man. I – I agree with you. I, I do. I, and but again, though, like I am not panicked. I'm not. I'm not even worried or concerned really at this point. Check back with me in another week or two, because Moats is right. TJ is a guy that has always thrived on practice, on reps. He's he's been a full participant to this point in his career in, in just about every single thing that the Steelers have done. But David tweets us here the Photoshop extraordinaire. David, 
and says, if you got a Ferrari in the garage but you're waiting for the new insurance card to come in the mail, you don't drive it. <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree, man. <laughs> that might be a little bit of what's going on here with T.J. Watt at Heinz Field. But again, folks, he's not in the driveway doing push-ups. All right? So it could be worse. He's not in the driveway doing push-ups with his shirt off, talking about Donovan McNabb. <laughs> I just, man, I just don't like when we allow something that could be taken care of. I'm with you on that. To fester and linger. I'm with that, you on and that. And that is my biggest problem with this whole situation. Is T.J. Watt worth the money, yes or no? Yes. Is T.J. Watt, has he been healthy in the NFL? Yes. Is T.J. Watt a young player in the NFL? That's me knocking on <laughs> like, wood. I mean, can't pick that up on the microphone. Like, like, we we have all of these. Jinx everything. All of, but all I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to allude to is this. All of these prerequisites that we go through in terms of yay or nay, like if we should play a player. checking those boxes, yeah. He literally checks all of every single Never, box. No off-the-field concerns. Yeah. So when we get into this point, it's just kind of like, well, what's the holdup? Why? If if he's not worth the money, he's either why worth not? It or he's not right. Right. Like yeah. like what so maybe is it is the, that point? maybe it is that guaranteed money. And like that's you're what saying. and that's the part where we're all just trying. Now we won't get this information until after a deal is done, or if the highly unlikelihood that the deal didn't get done, then we would hear about it. Sure. But right now we're just kind of all in the dark right here with this thing, and we know that each day that passes, TJ isn't out here practicing. And we don't like that. We want him out here practicing. We want him getting better because that's going to make this team better. Arthur Motes laying it down as always. Yeah, that is certainly something that we are keeping an eye on. We've got to get to a break here, but another thing that we've been keeping an eye on, some news in the realm of James Washington. Did he or didn't he? Should I to stay be or, or not to be? Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> some interesting comments. From head coach Mike Tomlin, we'll discuss next. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, live at Heinz Field. It's training camp 2021. We're having fun. We hope you're enjoying listening as well, as always, on SNL. From Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain to Roethlisberger and Blitzburg, we are always talking black and gold on SNR. Hey, DQ fans, the chocolate and peanut butter in your favorite Reese's candy is taken to a whole new level in the Reese's Extreme Blizzard Treat. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Pieces, chocolatey topping, extra peanut butter, and world-famous soft serve. Grab it today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR, having some fun on a Sunday afternoon. We've got practice ongoing in front of us. We've got a contingent of fans here. We know we've got a lot of black and gold clad Steeler Nation members out in Canton in anticipation of tonight. It's all going on. About 40 minutes from now, we will hand things off to Canton 
Um, Adams will be Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley with a special edition of the drive from out there at the Hall of Fame ceremony, day number two. We'll have Chris Carter with us here on the show in about 15, 20 minutes. All the good stuff happening, Arthur Motes, as we are about uh, just about halfway through practice here at Heinz Field. At Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. That's where you get at us if you want to get involved in the conversation on Twitter. We will get to some of your TJ Watt reaction here before we wrap up. But first, mostly, I wanted to address the other, um, I think, significant portion of news that big came, elephant that big came it, out. Yeah, which elephant is bigger in this room? Because <laughs> we had two elephants that were just chilling in that room, man. You know what? That's a good question. We got the TJ elephant, and then we got this other elephant. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the James Washington elephant. That Maybe, is, yeah. because it feels like TJ is going to be here regardless. I agree. And number 13, though, James Washington, who knows? A little. <laughs> I agree. A little, <laughs> little mixed signaling, a little mixed messaging. Um, for those of you that might be unfamiliar or if you just need a quick refresher, right, the news came out about two days ago uh, on Friday. Adam Schefter stating that because of a, a lack of opportunity that James Washington would like to be traded. You said Adam Schefter, not Ian Rappaport? I said Adam Schefter. Okay, so that's like the, the real one, right? The, that's the real one. He's I considered mean, like the goat of all stories I, being you know, broken, I, right? I didn't say Adam Crowley. Right, right, right. right. Not, 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 not Adam from around the corner? Yeah, or not no. Jake from State Farm. Okay, or, okay, or I'll just check. Kabali okay. from The Athletic. And we like Kabali. Well, but speak for yourself. Oh, you're right, you're right, that curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, Adam Schefter uh, stating that James Washington and his agent were, were seeking a trade on Friday. And, again, as, as Motsi alluded to, we know Adam Schefter – he doesn't really dabble in the hearsay in the rumor department. When he puts something out there, it is because um, and who's his agent? Do you know? You know, pretty James well Washington connected. Agent? Yes, it might be a guy that you know pretty well as well too, Drew Rosenhaus. Oh, so you know Drew don't play? Okay, okay, I'll just check. And All I right. also think, yeah, too, as Arthur Motes can attest to, Drew Rosenhaus does not mess around when it comes to these type of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when it comes to his clients, certainly. So Ew. James Washington, that was the news on Friday. Uh, and then Mike Tomlin, of course, as you would expect, asked about it yesterday post-practice, and he said no. He denied it. He said that they had not heard that from James, that that was not an ongoing conversation. Motsi, I don't – I'm not going to sit here to ask you, you know, to be the judge and the jury and tell me who's telling the truth and who's really lying and peel back the curtain. <laughs> and, well, you know, uh, Mike Tomlin was honest, and, uh, but he did do this to me one time. You know, you never know. Right. But when something like this is – like, is it really – you use that term elephant in the room. How big of a deal is this in the locker room amongst the organization right now? It's significant. It's significant because of the people that have reported and the actions that have been, you know, in correspondence to those reports. Hmm. What I was actually speaking of. The elite-level jubilation and celebrations that took place every time James Washington touched the ball yesterday – that right there screams. That 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 lets you know right there that more than enough people are aware of the situation and the circumstance, and they're trying to do whatever it takes to make him feel more appreciated, more you know loved here. The second thing, Adam Schefter. Shefty has zero motive to leak a report like that if it was fact. I mean, if he's, it was fake, he, he's, he's not looking for clout. Yeah, he he needs zero clout. He's past that stage. We know who his sources are. His sources are owners and GMs. Higher-ups. Agents. Yeah. yeah. So even with Shefty, when Shefty tweets it, this is why we cheer Jazz Gospel because he doesn't need to do this. We know it's no ulterior motive. We know he's not going to be trying to say, you know, something that might benefit the team necessarily, whereas it's not necessarily the truth in that situation. Right. Now, with Coach Tomlin, he's the other interesting part in this because 
we know he does have a vested interest sure, in making it seem like James doesn't want to be traded. Yes. That, that's also the thing, too. Right. Even, I mean, even if that were the case, even if they're taking phone calls and, sh and shopping him right yeah, now. Yeah, his job is to make sure that it – isn't known like that or uh, you want the most leverage possible right because even again if it's true and mike tomlin comes out yesterday and he says oh yeah 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 james james wants to be traded we're working on that right now all of a sudden what type of footing do you have if a team calls you asking about mm -hmm. it's the same thing all, all of a sudden <laughs> if you're james washington why are you even practicing now if, if once you've told me that you're gonna trade me and i know that oh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm with y'all then go ahead it's the same thing motes that um you know, for example, this happened recently, right? The Penguins' season ends a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Tristan Jari was not good in the playoffs. And, you know, after the season's over, Ron Hextall's asked about Tristan Jari, and he gives rave reviews of him, and everyone goes, well, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. how, could you, how could you say that? Uh, when if he comes out and he trashes Tristan Jari, he has absolutely no leverage to trade absolutely, the guy, to man. move the guy, to do anything like that. It's the same with James Washington. If Mike Pomlin comes out yesterday and he says, yeah, you know, James is really disgruntled. He wants out of here. Uh, we're working on a way to facilitate that. Then all of a sudden, you're the New Orleans Saints, and you pick up the phone, and you're like, hey, James wants out of here. You guys are working on that. We'll I'll give you a six for him. We'll give you a six for him. <laughs> as, opposed to, as opposed to if you're the New Orleans Saints and you want James Washington and Mike Tomlin's telling you, no, he's not available, mm -hmm. you're going to have to up that price a yes. little bit. It, it is – it's just it's, – That's it's the gamesmanship basic, of it's it, basic, It's basic, basic asset management 101. Yes, absolutely, man. That's the thing. Supply and demand. If you let them know that you're willing to part with it and that you – have publicly confirmed that, then, yeah, nobody's going to feel the need to overpay. Nobody's going to feel the need to give up a ton of assets because they know at the end of the day, yeah, he's not happy there. If you can't trade him, you're just going to have to release him or something along those lines. So that's ultimately, you know, how that business element goes or plays into this thing. But Coach Tommy, he did what he had to do. He did. He can't come out here and confirm that. He cannot say that there has been any dialogue. So he did what he's supposed to do. And then for Drew – because he can't confirm nor deny if, you know, that was leaked on his behalf <laughs> or anything like that. He did what he's supposed to do. Because if you are representing James Washington, James is a good person. James doesn't have off-field issues. James isn't a distraction. He's a quiet farm boy. Absolutely. So if you want to make sure that he can speak up for himself so that way his career isn't taken advantage of, while at the same time maintaining professional integrity so he doesn't become a distraction or he doesn't have to be viewed at negatively well this is the way you go about it and James still hasn't had to do anything or say anything but the point has been out there the message is clearly out there and now we're seeing the team start to act accordingly a little bit man we know like I said yesterday in practice he was more featured in it so let's see how this thing goes going forward the exact line from Mike Tomlin yesterday when asked if James Washington has actually put a trade request in and I quote he has not those unnamed sources we don't react to or respond to. James has been great here, working and having a good camp. End quote. Arthur Motes. So let me ask you here first, right? Um, what is more likely to take place in the next five weeks? TJ Watt contract extension or a James Washington trade? I guess you could say both as well, too. No, in fact, you know you can't. You got to give me one or the other. Okay, well, I'll probably go trade then. Really? Why not? I mean... <laughs> have they? So this is my thing, right? They knew TJ needed a contract back in April. It's a good point. That you know what, Arthur okay, Motes? you're making good points. <laughs> they knew I'm that very, back in April. I'm very upset right now. You know why? <laughs> because you're making good points. I'm like, man, I, I, yeah, I, I will believe that's done whenever it gets done. But because it's taking so long, maybe you know what? Hey, James, 
you not even saying the words, but getting the point across has moved that needle a lot more and a lot faster. We saw direct results yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, man, I think we'll see some action, some action happen with him sooner than uh, than yeah. TJ. I like even that though, answer. I, I, even though I mean, perfect world. I don't world, like that answer, right. but I like that answer. I, I would love for it to be TJ gets the deal done. They find a way to make James happy and feature him more, and then we're all good to go. And then we're hunky-dory. But we know that that's not how it typically works. <sighs> more but like, what say you, though? Yeah, don't, don't put that all on me. See, I, I would say, I would say uh, TJ Watt contract extension, but just from the pure perspective of, like we talked about, I don't think – like, the only way I think they trade James Washington is if he says, all right, I've got to take this into my own. You know, I've got to make some noise. I've got to. Well, did he not do that already? The first step has been out there. True. The James Washington wanting to be trade uh, agent, uh, like, that, that conversation, regardless of how it get leaked, the conversation simply starts with, hey, Wes, you're the player. Mm-hmm. Bro, you are you happy you right now? Not, yeah. And honestly, in the heat of the moment, the way the timing of everything came out, this isn't something that just he just woke oh, up no, on absolutely, Friday morning. Absolutely no, absolutely not. So for it to leak out, that means that this has been talked about prior to this. That means that this has been something that he's been upset about prior to this. And that game was kind of the breaking point where he You're felt right. that this You're is right. enough to publicly no, get that information no, out there. You are right. I guess I was I was thinking more along the lines of like him doing the T.O. route of getting in front of a camera yeah. saying I want to get a trade. But that's not his temperament. Aaron Rodgers route. Right. But that's not his temperament. He He's not that heavy handed with it. Do you it. think he can force the Steelers hand without being? But that I think way. he already has, hasn't he? I don't know. If, but if you're the Steelers, right? It's it's like I'm not just giving him away for nothing. I agree with that as well. If it's a six-round pick, but, I'm not, but, if it's a fourth-round pick, is what I'm, I'm saying, not doing though, it. I agree with all of that, but what I'm saying is this. James has already taken the first step of showing he has, he I'm has. not going to just sit here and be quiet and accept this. So he's still handling it professionally right now. He is. He's handling it the way a lot of people wish they could have handled it, wish they would have handled it, right? He's doing that right now. If it's two weeks from now and it's the exact same situation – I think all of us would be here dumbfounded to think he's going to still be handling it like this because the report has already came out. Would you say the same thing about T.J. Watt? If it's two weeks from now and it's the same situation? No, I think the longer it goes for T.J., it's it's more – because the end points are different for both of those players. That is correct. T.J.'s end point is the season is here. Are you going to play on this fifth-year option or are you really going to try to play hardball and sit out, which is going to cost you a little bit more on the back end? With James Washington – It's like I just want an opportunity. I want to roll. I want an opportunity. I need to play somewhere. So the closer it gets to the season, the more he, he – if he did want to go that route, the more he right, would have right, to right. act a little bit more demonstrative to get that point across even more so. Hmm. I, 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 don't, I could be completely wrong. I, I don't see either of those guys – I agree. – going the Aaron Rodgers. I agree. They're flaming, not like flaming that. Flaming the organization. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And but, so, but this is the issue, though, right? Aaron Rodgers took his approach, and we saw the results worked out. When you try to go this route, you remember Mike Hilton. It didn't work out like that. Correct. Now, it worked out for him in the long run. But did it here? It didn't work out in the long run. Because the long run was he wanted to be here. I remember having a conversation with him the first go around. That's true. And telling him, bro, like, I respect what you're doing. You could easily go L Bell route, and I would be understanding of it. But he was playing that because he saw L Bell did the route where he stayed away. And it didn't work out in terms of a long-term deal here. So he thought, okay, if I show up, that's going to get me the long-term deal here. And it still didn't. So, once again, as players, you, you see the guys that go through negotiations before you. 
You're paying attention. Oh, you watch abs- Absolutely. You you know what they're doing. How they, All these yeah. guys are keeping an eye on absolutely. TJ and James Washington right now. And depending on how this thing works out in terms of TJ at practice, in terms of James Washington trade request, well, that's going to let these guys know going forward what they can and cannot do. We thought a similar thing with AB, right, when he wanted to ultimately be moved at the end of his year, right? And who was his agent during that time? Drew Rosen. And, Rosen. and what were the reports that were coming out during that time? Money, money, okay. money, money. Okay. Money, so you can money. see where we talk about reset and, you know, wash, rinse, and reset. That's Or repeat. That's ultimately the model right now. You know, Arthur Motes, I hate it when you. Uh-oh. Don't do me like that, please. <laughs> I hate it when you make good points. I don't like it either, man. Do you know who Jim Jeffries is? I'm this, unaware this, of him The stand-up right comedian. Refresh my memory, please. He's just—he's a stand-up comedian, and, okay. he, and he's got a—he's got a routine, right? And where, where a famous routine where he talks about—he's Australian. Mm, he's okay. got a famous routine. Aussie mate. He's got a famous routine where he talks about guns and gun control in America. Yeah. And he pauses halfway through, and he says, "I realize half of you agree with me, half of you disagree with me. This is part of the answer." He goes, "Those of you that disagree with me, you disagree with me for two reasons: one, because I'm foreign and I'm not from here, and two, <laughs> because I'm making good points. I don't like it when Arthur Motes makes good points." Makes me angry. Makes me sad. Well, I apologize for making you angry and making you sad. Please don't take that out on me today. I promise I won't. I just <laughs> hope that when we're sitting here in two weeks, things have not gotten ugly between uh, T.J. Watt and the Steelers, yeah. James and I don't Washington think it and the Steelers. I don't think it will either. I was about to say, let me, let me I just continue to caution that, like, when I give the background workings of the contract negotiations and ultimately when a player is disgruntled, these are just from the things that I've seen, my personal experiences, and other guys that I've seen go through these things. It's not a guarantee that James Washington is going to go full-fledged to that standpoint. It's not that T.J. White is guaranteed to go to that point. But you can see where, historically, both within this organization and league-wide, how it's changed a little bit, how yep. it's shifted, and how when guys have used their voice and used their platform to – show their displeasure with the organization, it's resulted in better action, swifter action, mm-hmm. compared to the contrary where everybody just did what you're supposed to do, just fall in line. If you're disgruntled, don't tell anybody about it. Just, just, hey, team, 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 organization. Now we're seeing that, hey, that doesn't always get the results that you want. And But it's interesting, though. Man, it it's is, interesting. And it's certainly something that we're going to be keeping an eye on here day to day, week by week. And who better to uh, – to put a bow on this conversation, to put a bow on this show, then our buddy Chris Carter of DK Pittsburgh Sports hey, and our colleague hey, hey. here on SNR going to take our last break here. But when we come back, we will have Mr. Carter as we wrap things up live from Heinz Field. It's training camp 2021 on SNR. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven SNR. For the most complete selection of Steelers merchandise from official sideline gear and authentic memorabilia to an extensive selection of jerseys and terrible towels, you got to visit one of the official Steelers Pro Shop stores. There's one right here at Heinz Field. Also at the Grove City Premium Outlets or the Tanger Outlets, you know, you can also shop and visit online at shop.steelers.com for all your Steelers merchandise needs directly from the team. It's our buddy, our cohort here on SNR. You also know him from DK Pittsburgh Sports, Chris Carter, kind Ooh. enough to join us for a segment as he has been doing. Yes, Chris, 
Buddy, plenty that I want to get to with you as it relates to the ongoings here. Also, everything going on in Canton. Let's start there. How awesome was last night? I know you, like me, um, you know, we're relatively the same age. You're just a little bit older than I am. Yes. Um, Thank you for being nice. (laughs) (laughs) Troy Polamalu's era Uh, was kind of our first era of uh, being real fans, knowing enough about football, being emotionally invested in the team. When you get to that age, when you really are – just so gung-ho about your sports teams right. for the first. There's just that unabashed. Mm-hmm. It's my team. Yeah, right. just right. Yeah. fanhood. Right. Well, I think truly, like, being a fan is its most pure at that age from, like, your, 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 like, your early teens, you know, like 12, 13, mm-hmm. probably until you're, like, 20 years old-ish, maybe right out of college. I, I know you, like me, just enjoyed all of that last night, but particularly everything from Troy Polamalu. I think oh, man. just especially so much because – it's how he is. It's his personality, and we don't begrudge him for it. But from the time that he left the Steelers and left the NFL, we haven't seen or heard much from him. Yeah. And then last night, we get that outpouring of love. We get that incredible speech. We yeah. get everything from Troy Polamalu that really we've been wanting for the last seven years. Very true. Uh, that was an incredible moment it last was night. So, it was so awesome. And for him to talk about the Steelers' culture and how the organization works. I mean, Moats, you can attest to that. Yeah. Like, everything he was saying, that was who Troy is. It's who Troy's about. And just, like, what he experienced with the Steelers. Uh, you, know, you know, in his time from 2003 to what, 2014, yep. 2013. Well, you know, it's just it was fantastic to be able to hear, hear him speak in that fashion. Um, and, and I got to tell you, like, you're right. That was that time for you and me. When it was. We were coming up. Like, I still remember 2003 when he was drafted. Mm. I still remember sitting with my grandpa. My grandpa would always come over to my family's house, chill with us and watch football or anything Steelers related. And when they traded up to get Troy Pomalo, he was like, hmm, they don't ever trade up for anybody. So I guess that guy's <laughs> got to be really good. And, uh, and and so then he got to – we watched Troy Pomalo for, um, for the years until my grandfather passed away. But, like, those are the type of memories that you have of Troy, of just like him – him like setting that tone and every no, there's no bad stories about Troy. There's right. Every, right. Everybody loves this guy, and even if you want to hate him, it's like uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't give you any, <laughs> any ammunition other than oh, I just think he's he's not as good as everyone says he is. Right. That's about yeah. all you can probably say about Troy Polamalu. But it was fantastic to hear him talk and the, to the way that he put it. And, and it, it's it's what we talked about yesterday on the sh- mm-hmm. on the show, guys. Like he's so soft spoken yeah. that he's not gonna give you the super fired up, but you still feel his passion and his love. Oh, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, and not just for the game, but for the people yes. around him. And that's what was so special, I thought, in his presentation. Well, and you hit on it right there, talking about the people around him. I, I was really impressed with him speaking on Mike Logan and yeah, the impact right. that he had on him because mm-hmm. Mike in Pittsburgh is known, but nationally it's not the same level. No, it's not. So when you think about a guy like Troy talking about his impact, talking about how pivotal he was yes. to him and his development, mm-hmm. to me, I thought that also just symbolizes Troy. Right. The biggest moment of your career, and you're talking about Mike Logan, man. Yep. Yep. It, it was just beautiful to see right there, man. That, that's who he is. Like he could take, he could say whatever he wants. He could talk about everything mm-hmm. in his life, and everyone would be glued. They'd be Absolutely, like, yeah. they you would, could, man. You could talk about your favorite high school play. You could talk about things with your your family. But no, he called out Mike Logan, mm-hmm. a guy who was a veteran with the Steelers for so long, helped yes. set a tone in the in the, in the secondary room, mm-hmm. and then also you know worked in Steelers media for years. Correct. So yep. like. This is a guy, uh, that, but that's who Troy is. Like he remembers the little guys. He remembers all the people around him, and like, he, and he holds on to it. Like you mm-hmm. know, Dale Lolly. You know, again, 
when Dale wrote a piece when when Troy got inducted last year, he got to talk to Troy, and he was like, I don't I mean Troy's been gone for like what five six years, so like you know, it's, I'm not sure. And Troy was like, Hey Dale, how's it going? And it's like <laughs> it, it was like they had never it, it was like he had never, never missed the beat, right? Yeah. And, and that, but that's who Troy is. He remembers people. He takes things in, and he thinks he, he's such a deep individual because he thinks about these things. He takes them in, and he's, he's like, intentional, right? Yes. It, like yes. it, this this isn't just like oh yeah, like, Mozi, how you doing? <laughs> you know, but he's he, he's like no, how's your family? How's this? How's that? Like he he is. He means what he says, and he he says what he means. So like, I just, it was so cool to hear him. And then you get, you know, you get Alan, you get Bill. You get, yeah, uh, I mean, we like, got the, the two day ceremony for us, man. This yeah, is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like this whole, this whole, this is all gonna be amazing. Just this whole, this whole week. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely, Troy was was a lot of fun last night. We know that that'll only continue. I mean, Bill Cower, Donnie Shell. Yeah. John, Donnie Shell's shoes, Bill Cower. Those are dope. Yes, those are sweet. Yes. Those are sweet. I, I would rock a pair of those. Absolutely. I tell you. I, anyway, any, was I haven't heard. Are those officially his shout out to LC Greenwood? I don't know if don't he's know. commented on that, but yeah. it has Every, to be. Everyone right? feels like that's what he's doing. Has to yeah. be right yeah, to get his guy because LC Greenwood absolutely needs to be in the hall. Come of on, fame. man. He he was in that same category of long overdue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, there was there was one time I met LC. And I, it was at a book signing, and I was getting a book signed by as many Steelers as I could for uh, for my father for a present for a Christmas yeah. present. And I'm like, he's like, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, you're probably too young, you don't even know who I am. <laughs> and I said, no, you're LC, you're the guy with the with the yellow shoes. And he looks at me like I said something wrong, and I'm like, uh oh. He's like. They were gold, gold shoes. That's right. Gold shoes, Not yellow, brother. gold. No, he said they were gold shoes, brother. But then he was so nice about it. Like, he, like we laughed about yeah. that. And um, But, like, you, you see those gold shoes, and you're like, man, that might be they his. stand out, man. Yeah, man. Like, and, and, again, L.C. Greenwood needs to be in there. But, again, that's what's so awesome about this whole weekend. We're going to yeah. get to see all these guys talk about this kind of stuff. Yep. Oh, man. I just It's such a cool weekend to be a Pittsburgh Steeler person. Oh, it's certainly. Back, man. Now, certainly. I got to get you. I, you know, we, we, we've had our pleasantries here. Yeah. We've talked about the uh, fun stuff. Come on, man. We got to get into the let's, questions. Let's go. Man. Let's go. All right. James Washington, baby. Okay. Now, yesterday, uh -huh. the reports were he wanted to get the trade. Uh -huh. All right. Uh -huh. After practice, Mike Thomas said, What? He says, What are you talking about? What is this trade you're speaking of? No. I don't Who? know this trade you're speaking of. <laughs> what is never, this trade thing? Never heard of him. Where'd this Who? information come from? This, this anonymous source. Who's this Adam Schefter guy? I don't know this guy. I don't know who Adam He remains unnamed. Yeah. So. Is, he, is he with some independent outlet? You know, he's one of those smaller <laughs> smaller guys, man. You know, just, just on the scene, independent company guy. Right. But what were your thoughts on that, man? I mean, if it's, if it's true, it's probably just because James is, you know, again, James, I, no one can begrudge James for what position he's in. Correct. This mm -hmm. is the final year of his contract. If it's true, it's not a big – because here's the thing. If the Steelers actually want to move him, the best thing is if nobody knows that they want to move him. We were just Very talking true. about that. Right. You don't. It's in the same way that you don't come out when you're the Penguins and trash Tristan Jari when the season right. ends. Right. You're like, no, then we you're, love him. Then you're killing any leverage, any value that you have. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, you, you, you make sure you hype your guy up. Um, you get, make you make sure you talk him up to the so that people are like okay we'll give you X Y and Z. You know for what? Him. Honestly, Mike Tomlin's done that in the past here with some of the running backs, mm -hmm. and it's driven people nuts too. Mm -hmm. well, what do you want him to say? These guys stink. Yeah, like it, there is a there is there are several games being played, mm -hmm. and so that's why that's why it's a skill to read between the lines. Yeah, between, don't you know? Don't Gotta don't take the lines. don't take everything verbatim. Be able to think for yourself and say, okay, there could be these agendas at play. There could be these objectives going on. This is what they're 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 actually trying to do here. I mean, like it's been that way for years with injuries. That's why they keep mm -hmm. injuries so close to the chest. That's why they say they want to make sure that, that other people aren't gleaming as much information, real information Correct. about the team as possible. Yeah. So yeah, Mike's gonna say that, and who knows? Maybe it isn't true. But it, you know, I I have to I happen to think. 
maybe James Washington himself, because there's other ways to work around it. James Washington himself never requested a trade, but mm-hmm. his agent did. And so Mike Tomlin can say <laughs> James, James has never didn't request he's a trade. Ne- yeah. He's yeah. never said anything like that to me. By the which, letter of the law, he's the, telling the truth. By yeah. the letter of the law, he's telling the truth. Yep. But we know through agencies and how mm-hmm. that, the, that that's absolutely going on well, in the background. And we've seen this same method beforehand. I mean, with yeah. the same agent, yeah. with the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, at that time, the uh-huh. wide receiver did not come out his mouth and say that, nope. but the message was very clear mm-hmm. and it was out there. Yep. So, that why for me, man, this has always been a, a very interesting part because when you get those type of uh, reports that leak out, this isn't something that just happened. He mm-hmm. didn't just wake up after that game and say, you know what, I'm frustrated. This is something that's been de- that he's been dealing Correct. with. And when it gets to this point, that's when you start to see a guy like James, who typically doesn't act like this, have to start taking these different approaches, man, where somebody might be able to speak on his behalf. But I was telling Wes that because of how the NFL has shifted now, the more we get, you know, guys speaking on their issues and speaking more publicly about them, we're seeing teams actually have to take action. Aaron yep. Rodgers is a prime example of yep. that. Beforehand, 10 years ago, you wouldn't see that. Ten years ago, you had to be quiet; otherwise, you were viewed as To, mm-hmm. and you didn't, <laughs> right. you know. Otherwise, you're in the driveway. But in today's NFL, now you can voice your opinion. Now yep. you can voice your displeasure. It's a different day and get results. Mm-hmm. We saw how they responded dissed. to him at practice yesterday. Those are results, man. No, they absolutely are. Chris, we got a tweet about the uh, about the gold shoes. Yeah, right? uh, shout out to Andy Mark Jr. Who says uh, yes? It was a tribute to LC Greenwood. Donnie Shell posted said so on his Instagram. Thank nice. you. Andy well, I, if Donnie Shell said so on his Instagram, yeah. then I would imagine. Yeah. Shout out to Donnie. He, he that's just hopped on the IG too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Custom Jordan posting on. He's trying. To, he's on the come up. He's like, bro, I got gold yo, jackets now. I can yo, do whatever I want. My man hit on, on IG. It was like three <laughs> days ago. I'm thinking like, yo, this is somebody spam. So who, who's over no, here creating a burner? A burner, Donnie. I'm like, oh no, that's that's really Donnie. That's really Donnie. Donnie chilling. He's out here now. That's hilarious. I love it. Uh, along with James Washington, kind of the other big um, player personnel Why you got to go defense right here, man? Come on, well, man. We only Keep got it nice, few, man. We only got a few Jeez. minutes left, you know. I'm trying to, no, get, I'm trying to, put, to touch them Put us defenders all. out here, man. Uh, listen, I want to make Chris Carter hit for the cycle out here. All right? <laughs> we got to put him to work. He's got to touch all right. them all. Throw me a fastball. T.J. Watt, yes. some some direct honesty there from yeah. Keith Butler yeah. yesterday. Did that surprise you? Not at all. The Steelers, listen, this, here's the thing. There's nothing to lose about their situation with T.J. Watt other than them not signing him. But as we've said, they're going to get that deal done. The reality is, look, because people are going to speculate, oh, is T.J. playing a game? Oh, is he a hold dis- in. Is he hold right, a hold mm-hmm. in. Like he's, But no, the Steelers are okay with this. You know why? They don't want him getting hurt. They know that he's fine. He doesn't need to do all these warm-ups and stuff for two weeks into training camp, and we're getting ready for the, the second of four preseason games, they know T.J. Watt's one of the best edge rushers in the league. They know that he has a crazy work ethic, that he's out here doing these warm-ups because it's like, hey, you're you're in football shape. We're just saving you until then. There's no reason for him before a contract gets negotiated to, to be doing drills that might tweak an ankle, might tweak a hammy, and then you're like, oh, is it serious? And then that impacts the trade negotiations. They are totally fine with him sitting where, where he's doing. That's why Keith Butler was, was you know, basically being candid about it. I was like, yeah, that, that, that's what's going on here. There's no harm in this either. So for me, I look at it like this, though. It's like when we think of how L. Bell's situation played out, right? Yeah, yeah. No camp comes out there, starts slow. Right. I feel like we would have a different opinion of TJ if that were to happen again, right? If right. he doesn't take any training camp reps because right. of this contract situation and he starts slow mm-hmm. or just doesn't have the season that we all anticipate him fully right. having. That certainly would happen. So I go back to with this organization right now, mm-hmm. do you think the questions are being had in terms of 
are they willing to fully pay him what he's worth? Because we've seen this now on multiple occasions mm -hmm. where guys that are clearly worth a number. Yeah. And TJ is clearly worth being the new highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Mm -hmm. We've seen where the team hasn't always been as willing to pay that, whether it's the guarantee portion or whatever. So do you think that's something that we should be concerned about with this scenario with TJ? I don't think so. I think that they, TJ Watt is a pillar player to this organization. Mm -hmm. And unlike Le'Veon Bell, and as much as I am pro get the running back, like mm -hmm. I'm one of those guys who's like, don't draft the running back. You can always just yeah. get one in undrafted free agency. No. Go get the guy like like that's why I was a full advocate of them getting Najee Harris and making sure. But he's think part about of the team. that though, right? Going back to what you were saying about L Bell. Yeah. How many years did it take for them to replace L Bell? It, it took yeah. it took them some time. And honestly, I still say to this day, L Bell Le Le'Veon plays in 2018 and 2019. Mm -hmm. They make this. They make the playoffs. They, they I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. they they make the playoffs those two years, and and who yeah. knows what that does for the team's trajectory Absolutely, over the past man. few seasons. But T J Watt, edge rusher, 26 years old. He's got. Five six years of left of being in his prime, not right. just not just being available. Mm -hmm. Le'Veon, you know, there was always the question like, all right, we've used him a lot, just running back shelf yeah. life, right? Like, yeah. how much longer can we get away with this? Mm -hmm. I truly see TJ as a guy that they're going to lock up very soon, yeah. and and then again, this will be all be behind us. I mean, if you remember, like Heinz Ward was, um, you know, Heinz, Heinz Ward held out mm -hmm. for a little bit. Jerome Bettis ha ha had a couple minutes. And by both of them, when Le'Veon yeah. was doing his thing, were like, buddy, don't do this. You yeah. you don't win these battles. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, I, I, I don't think there's too much into this. I do think that they don't want – they, of course, don't want another Le'Veon situation. Right. Sure. But they also – I think they, they know that with TJ, something's going to happen. This isn't a, this isn't a, a situation where, you know, TJ's going to get some crazy – uh, advice on from his agents. Like, no, <laughs> go get the guaranteed money from Adam Gates. That's what yeah. the move is. Well, and right now, the Steelers still, they control the fifth-year option. They yes. got two franchise tag yes. options as yes. well. So they have a lot they more a leverage. Lot of, yeah. Right. And, and that was why, to me, it was a little bit interesting to see this becoming a little bit more of a open conversation like that, you know, in yep. terms of them going out and, and confirming what we kind of already were alluding to, what we were kind of thinking right. was going on. But to see them go ahead and confirm it, it's like, man, all right. But how long until we get that how deal done? How long until we see what that happens? Right, because yeah. to me, knowing TJ is going to need to hit the ground running, he's going to need to be our best player on defense. The longer he waits, the slower the start will be. Right. And that's the part where I'm just trying to figure out when do we draw that line. Yeah. Chris, we're wrapping things up here as we're getting uh, drenched with some rain all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Uh, before, when we cut, you know, let's say two weeks from now. What's more likely? Last one for you to wrap this up. Two weeks from now, what's more likely? Uh, TJ's contract extension is done. James Washington has been dealt somewhere else. I say TJ's contract being done because I think the Steelers are going to do everything they can to hold on to James Washington. He's much more valuable as a as a guy this year to have depth in the, in the receiver room than a fourth-round draft pick next year. At least that's where I see it right now. And TJ Watt, they want to get that deal done. I just I see this working out for that, for that being a, a thing that can happen. Chris Carter, great stuff as always. You'll hear him with Adam Crowley. That is if we can dodge out. <laughs> we're getting, yeah, we're getting soaked man. here all of a sudden, folks. We got to yeah. move. We got to get this equipment to safety. Arthur Motes, Chris Carter, big shout out to our guy Brian for producing back at the ranch. Woo. Don't go anywhere. You've got Lolly and Williamson live from Canton coming up next, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You want black and gold football talk. You want SNR.